conversations with professionals for professionals in the laundry and linen services industry. This is the American Laundry News Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Matt Poe, editor of American Laundry News. This is episode 37 of the American Laundry News podcast, Meeting Hygienic and Sanitary Laundry Expectations. My guest for this podcast is Rocco Romeo, CEO of HLS Linen Services based in Ottawa, Ontario. HLS is a centralized hospital laundry and linen service for acute care hospitals, long-term care, rehabilitation centers, and mental health facilities. Rocco is also on the board of directors of both the Healthcare Laundry Accreditation Council, HLAC, and IADAM, the International Association for Healthcare Textile Management. So the statistics and information he shares reflect the combined healthcare markets of the U.S. and Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Rocco. Thank you. So let's start with a market update. What's the current status of the healthcare laundry market overall a year or a little bit more into COVID? Well, the last 14 months since COVID-19, there have been a lot of challenges for a lot of the laundries. Our recovery has progressed. If we look back to last year when, when COVID hit, most laundries were looking at an immediate 30 to 50% drop in volume. Most laundries are now either slightly recovered or, or still down about 20%. Volume still hasn't returned for many laundries to 2019 level. There are labor shortages that are creeping in in certain areas of the country. Mm-hmm. Part of that is related to some of the government subsidy programs that have been out there causing a shortage uh, in the labor pool. We've also started to see, you know, one of the big changes between last year and this year, obviously, with all of the numerous lockdowns and government shutdowns in different areas. Hospitals also cut back on elective surgeries, on day surgeries. Those uh, gradually started to come back. Uh, then there were other lockdowns. So a lot of the volume drops were occurring to that. In our case here, we've just had an, another um, lockdown, which has meant, once again, all elective surgical procedures in the hospital are not happening right now. So one of the key areas where, you know, a lot of laundries have seen is on isolation gowns. So pre-pandemic, we were uh, shipping about 40,000 isolation gowns a week. Just last week, we we shipped 270,000. So that's almost a six-fold increase in the shipment of that item. That happened, obviously, with um, disposables not being able to uh, provide the items. Hospitals were looking for alternatives, and, and this happened across the industry. What you're seeing now is either hospitals have decided to go to a hybrid solution where they're using part disposable, part reusable gowns, or uh, others have uh, decided that uh, due to procurement and uncertainty of supply issue with disposable, that they're basically going to stick with reusables because of the certainty of the supply of the product. And that's helped a lot of laundries offset some of the volume loss they've seen in other areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the increase in, in isolation gowns, uh, obviously helping. Uh, the other area where there has been a pickup in volume is staff uniforms. Obviously, with the pandemic, uh, more attention was being paid to uh, staff uniforms and making sure that people didn't leave the hospital uh, with any type of uniform. So uh, they started providing hospital workers with any staff in the hospital with scrubs. And we saw a pickup in that area as well. So lots of changes, as I said, now that the vaccination programs are being rolled out, we're hoping to see, you know, the healthcare laundry market stabilize in the next couple of months back to historical levels. Right, right. Well, talking about changes, let's look at the plant a little bit. What changes have been made, if any, regarding plant cleanliness for clean goods and maybe even for worker safety? 
We've made um, a lot of changes. I mean, one of the key things that happened with COVID, this is a highly contagious disease, and we had to really start to look at some of our processes. We had very strong processes, being an accredited laundry, you know, and where you're process driven, you have to look at your entire process and say, okay, where are the areas that we need to tighten up on? And one of the key areas you needed to look at is your process of your functional separation between your clean and your soil department. And once again, explaining the importance of your PPE practices to your staff. So we, as you know, already had uh, very good practices on PPE, but we had to enhance some of those. So the use of face shields was enhanced as a result of some of the uh, challenges with COVID and how COVID was spreading mainly through uh, respiratory droplets, uh, surface cleaning, obviously becoming another key area where we needed to look at to ensure that all key areas of the plant were being uh, cleaned regularly. We spent a lot of time on the education of our staff on PPE importance. Along with that, we introduced masks in the um, on the clean side of our plant, as well as uh, face shields. When we also started to bring in uh, daily temperature checks on all of our staff before they entered the building, we also introduced a daily checklist for our staff just to ensure that none of our staff members were coming in and potentially infecting other staff members uh, with COVID, which obviously would have a huge potential impact on our ability to supply goods to our customer. Right. Um, disinfection of key surfaces became also more important and some changes on the disinfection of the plant itself. So let's talk a little bit about delivery of clean hygienic goods. What's changed in that aspect? Well, with that, on, on our trucking side, obviously any surfaces that came into contact with the clean textiles needed to be looked at. So when we looked at our, our plant, we started looking at any area where linen came into contact with a surface during our process to make sure that uh, those areas were regularly cleaned and also we, uh, the proper disinfectant was being used. We ourselves started to... Um, increase that with some ATP testing to measure the level of bacteria in those specific areas to make sure that the cleaning was done properly. We also split the plant up into different zones. Uh, the reason, depending on the area that you were um, cleaning to make sure that those key areas where the linen came into contact with were being cleaned and what the level of frequency was. The use of checklists as well. We were already accredited and had detailed checklists on that. We basically enhanced some of those checklists, increasing the frequency of cleaning in specific areas where there were um, linen came into contact with certain areas, conveyor belts, carts, all of those areas were tested as well. Also, as part of this process, we enhanced ourselves some of these processes. We added some uh, UV apparatus to our conveyor belts that basically, as the belt rolled, it was basically disinfecting on a common area. So we, we spent a lot of time uh, in that area. Our drivers as well, spending time with them because they are obviously delivering to our customers, making sure that they themselves were properly protected in terms of the handling of the linen that was being delivered to our customer sites. They also needed to uh, enhance the protocols at customer sites, which required them uh, to handle the delivery, wear masks, face shields. And as well, they all were also required to fill out questionnaires on COVID, whether they'd been in contact with people, as well as temperature checks. So there were additional steps that were taken from our customers towards our own transportation processes during this time. All right. You've already gone over a lot of things there. That's great. So what are some of the key components that healthcare laundries need to check in order to be sure that their goods are hygienically clean? As I said before, you need to look at your whole process because from the time you get the laundry comes into your process, it goes through numerous things. It gets sorted, you know, after it gets sorted, it gets uh, brought to your washer, then your dryer, and then it goes through 
processes. If it's in your dry fold department, obviously uh, most of those items have gone through a dryer at a temperature that's going to kill most bacteria and organisms uh, after that process. If you have an ironing department by going through the ironer, which is usually, a, you know, in our case, 300 to 330 degrees, that's also going to ensure that any type of microorganisms are killed as well to the point that you will uh, ensure hygienically clean linen. The linen itself is placed on carts, so you need to make sure that your carts are being properly uh, sanitized uh, before you place the clean linen uh, on those areas. And of course, before the linen makes it to the customer, they need to be properly wrapped. And again, your trucks need to be sanitized as well to ensure that nothing can get into that area as well. We actually introduced a UV system for uh, sanitization of our trucks. We have daily measurements as well regarding that process. So you found UV to be effective in your operation then? Yeah, we've actually, uh, an area we're going to expand, we do find them uh, very effective and consistent, which we like because it's uh, it's something that we, we think, uh, you know, ensuring that the entire truck is properly sanitized and the way you can measure it, yes, we find a very a strong way. Now that we've added it to enhance our conveyor systems and adding UV systems to that, it's a very consistent method to ensure hygienically clean surfaces. You mentioned the customer, and obviously you need to have customer satisfaction. So let's talk a little bit about customer expectations and how those have changed over the past year. And let's start with what's different in terms of cleanliness expectations. Well, customers have have come to realize that, you know, with COVID, that it's a very contagious disease and it can come from surfaces. And of course, they're concerned about can they actually get it from the linen. So they have been asking more questions about our processes uh, regarding how we sanitize our carts, which is obviously a surface that they all come into contact with. What cleaning procedures are within our plant? They've asked us questions on protocols for our staff members in terms of a screening of our staff, hand washing techniques. So those are some of the areas where, you know, we've always had those before, but now we're being asked some fairly uh, detailed questions about uh, what our processes are Mm -hmm. um, in those areas, which I think is good because as an accredited laundry, we always took a lot of care and pride in those areas. And I said, you know, when COVID came, started to happen, obviously we weren't starting at round zero. We already had a lot of strong processes. We tweaked them and made them even stronger. So um, from that perspective, we already had detailed policies and procedures. And uh, with COVID, obviously those were all enhanced given the level of illnesses that it could cause um, in that area. How have expectations from the customers changed in terms of service, including contact even with the office personnel and, and also with delivery route service reps? Yeah. So, you know, you used to have a lot of meetings uh, face to face. So uh, we've discovered, uh, as as everyone has, is Zoom. So uh, Mm -hmm. we have uh, a lot more Zoom meetings. So on a regular basis, our customer service department is uh, is regularly contacting customers. So uh, through Zoom and other means. So we've managed to work around having to have those on-site visits. And and Zoom has become extremely popular. It's become actually very effective in terms of ensuring uh, regular uh, contact uh, with our customers, understanding the limitations on visitor practices, both at hospitals and within our facility, while at the same time managing to deal with uh, day-to-day customer service issues. And I think it's worked well uh, for both parties in terms of communication and resolving any issues uh, that have arisen. So, um, I, you know, Zoom has become a part of our day-to-day. Absolutely. Uh, of, of dealing with customer service issues. Are there any other customer expectation cleanliness changes that you've noticed throughout this process? I, th- I think I've mentioned most of them. Obviously, there's an increased awareness of linen 
And, uh, you know, customers are looking at your carts, they're looking at the linings, they're looking at practices. So that, you know, we're not surprised about. We're happier, as I said before, because as an accredited laundry under HLAC, we had a lot of these practices in place. And if anything now, the importance of these practices is being recognized from an infection control basis at the hospitals and in something like COVID to, you know, make sure that, you know, they are getting hygienically clean linen and they don't have to worry about a risk associated with COVID-19 and, and their linen company. So have any of the changes that have taken place surprised you? I think they've been positive. I'll be honest with you. I've always said it's always good when a hospital comes and visits our plant and, and understands our process because there's a lot of value added things that we do and a lot of laundries do to ensure that their customers are getting hygienically clean linen. And I believe that it's when you are challenged and when you're able to answer those challenges and ensure that your processes are continuously being improved, then I believe that that's actually a positive for both the laundry and for the customer. I think the expectation gap between the laundry and the customer during this time frame has been very positive. The hospitals have worked very closely with us, understanding the importance of laundry um, in their day-to-day operations and the importance of controlling COVID and working together. So I think if anything, our relationship with a lot of our customers has actually been strengthened during this time. They've relied on us for things, for example, for you know PPE, the isolation gowns to a certain degree and ensuring that those needs are met during this time has been very paramount important to them in terms of the protection of their staff and patients during this time frame. So I, I would say that our relations with our customers have probably been stronger now than they ever have been. And I think part of that has been because there's been a better understanding on both sides of, of what the other is providing and understanding as well the importance of how we serve our customers and how important they are as part of our process and ensuring hygienically clean linen is delivered to them. The whole safety issue of linen, I think, is something that they've become more aware of and, and more appreciative of the efforts that we are taking in that area. All right. Well, one last question for you. What do you see in the near future for healthcare laundries in terms of cleanliness? And how about a little further out too, like five to 10 years? I think as uh, one thing that COVID has brought forward is is how important cleanliness is and, and how important process is in your laundry and how you also have to be able to be ready to tweak things and how you can always be a little bit better in terms of uh, processes and procedures. So, you know, our processes and procedures as we go through this COVID-19 for the last year, there isn't a month that we hasn't gone by where we haven't done something a little bit better than we did the previous month. You know, even things, for example, like employee breaks and lunch breaks, we've had to stagger them to ensure that people weren't together, you know, we had a minimum number of people at every table. We put up barriers on our plant floor between people to ensure, you know, social distancing measures that we put into place. Things such as masks, you know, having a mask policy, you know, that may continue into flu season to reduce uh, those types of things. So there's a lot of things I think that we learned as we went through uh, COVID about pandemics. I mean, you know, even just something as simple as a contingency plan, you know, our contingency plans during COVID were challenged because no one expected at any type of contingency plan where a pandemic would go on for 14 months. Mm-hmm. And and with that, I think we all came out of this or we're going to come out of this a lot stronger in terms of, of stronger process controls throughout from cleaning to staff to social distancing to wearing masks to measuring, validating uh, processes within your plant. 
And the importance of those, I think, are highlighted. And I think even at a hospital level, they, they understand the importance of linen. I think they will challenge laundries and they will be looking at things that if the laundry is accredited or not to ensure that some of their requirements regarding linen and the potential of getting hygienically clean linen is, is assured and, and provides them comfort on a daily basis. So I think you are going to see an increased emphasis because in that area, because I, I think it's, it's brought to light the importance of it during COVID. So I think that you'll start to see more and more of that. And, and other systems such as UV systems and the importance of different type of disinfectants, I think that's going to be looked at a lot more closely as we move forward. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to close out this podcast. Thanks for sharing your insights and expertise, Rocco. I appreciate the opportunity and thank you very much for having me. And thank you for listening. For the American Laundry News Podcast, this is Matt Poe reminding everybody to keep it clean. The American Laundry News Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago. The music, titled Holding On, composed by Poddington Bear, is supplied through the Free Music Archive. For more information about future podcasts, visit our website at AmericanLaundryNews.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. This has been the American Laundry News Podcast. Podcast.